tropical storm Elsa has formed far out in the Atlantic and is expected to bring heavy rain that may cause flash flooding and mudslides in the Caribbean. It's the earliest fifth named storm on record, beating out last year's Eduardo, which formed on July 6th. The National Hurricane Center has Elsa as a strong tropical storm over the Florida Keys by next Tuesday. What the hell is that? What would you say you do here? I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian. Stone on Air on Nougat Radio 92.7. Just because Wednesday is the first good day of the week doesn't mean that Thursday is the second best day of the week. It can be, but it doesn't necessarily mean that. Although I'm having a mostly fine morning as good as a morning can get because all mornings generally suck. This is Nuga Radio 92.7, the Stone on Air radio show and podcast. My name is Brian Stone. He is Keon Rose. We'll hang out with you for the rest of your morning. A combination of me and Keon here for this hour and then Keon flying solo for the final hour of the show. Hawks game 2-2, two to two, that means 5. Game 5 tonight. And uh, looking forward to that. One of the pieces of audio I have for you will involve Hawks, Bucks, Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, don't mean to spend more time than I ever in a million years would have thought I'd ever talk you know, NBA basketball on a, on a radio show that I do on a regular basis. But this is pretty fun, and the uh, the injuries are making it even more, I don't know what the right word is. I was about to say fascinating. Fascinating is not the right word. Uh, we'll just say interesting. Uh, it looks like uh, Giannis will not play tonight, probably. It's the last I saw. Might not play again this season. Not sure about that. Don't know about Trey Young either. So, interesting little kind of a shift here in the middle of the series, and I can't wait for it tonight. Vanderbilt, my goodness. They have that big first inning on the game one of the College World Series on Monday. Scored like five or six, seven, whatever it was, runs. Mostly walks and hit batters and just a few hits. That, uh, from the team, Vandy themselves, offensively. And then ever since then, they've been awful, <laughs> terrible, errors, and no production at the plate. And uh, Mississippi State is your college uh, World Series baseball champions. First time ever in the history of Miss- the long, long history of Mississippi State. The first time ever they have won a national championship in anything. So... As much as I can care about something like that that I don't hardly care at all about, I guess that's cool. Um, I watched it for just a few minutes and realized, okay, Vandy is, uh, they're cooked, they're done. And uh, there you go. You're caught up on uh, that. More on that next hour. Um, I've got many directions I could go today. I'm going to try to keep it on point and where I intended to go from yesterday at least, well, from last night's preparation, a segment I planned on doing yesterday, I will do in the final segment of today. I, I, Again, I hope to keep my eyes focused on what I'm trying to do here. You never know where things get derailed a little bit. That's That happens in radio world. That's fine. 
I've got uh, the worst idea, the realest idea, and the coolest thing. I think we'll get to all those. We'll definitely get to the coolest thing because that's a sponsored element out of the show. And then in the final uh, or in the second segment of the show, I'm going to talk a little bit about just the court of law litigation itself in how it involves the Bill Cosby case. Um, Cosby walked free yesterday. We all know this by now. Some people are disgusted by it. Some people, you know, are happy about it. Very few people are happy about it. One in particular that I want to point out from Twitter anyway yesterday. It's going to be less about Cosby. I don't care about an 83-year-old man. I don't have a lot to say about this at this point. But the overall sparking of the Me Too thing from about three or four years ago, and I started digging way back into some of my audio from that that time frame, uh, just the technicalities of the law. Are, is it good? Is it bad? Is it frustrating? Is it, um, is it necessary? All those things. Spend some time on that in the second segment of the show. Uh, found out uh, yesterday I was giving you wrong information from the Valley Vibes Fest guys and gals. We're doing a thing uh, reoccurring on Friday, bringing artists and promoters and people involved with this, this uh, North Georgia Festival later on in the year in September. We're going to bring some of them in most Fridays. That's next Friday is our next guest. I don't have a, a, a Valley Vibes guest tomorrow. So I use that as an opportunity to reach out to Dwayne at the Hemp House, and he's going to come in tomorrow and hang out for two-thirds of the show. And we'll talk hemp. We'll talk uh, jam bands. We'll talk, uh, I don't know, maybe Herschel Walker for Senate. (laughs) I don't know. We'll talk about whatever it is we feel like talking about. That's what this show is usually generally all about. We just figure it out as we go. So Dwayne from the Hemp House will be in tomorrow around uh, 10, 20, 25-ish, the second and third segment of the show. So I look forward to that and I'm always fascinated with the hemp industry to learn more about the legalizations and the different kind of strands of the products. And uh, I, you know, once upon a time, I would have known a lot more about this kind of thing. 10, 15 for sure years ago, 20 years ago, absolutely. But uh, I have, you know, I'm on the record, especially now that it's okay, quote unquote, to talk about it. I don't smoke marijuana. I don't anymore. I'm done with it. I don't, I don't, I'm not interested in it anymore as far as from my recreation. Uh, but from a medicinal standpoint, from um, a recreation standpoint, for those who want to, I'm a strong, staunch supporter, always have been, and never wavered from that. At a very young age, when, you know, smoking weed was something that you got just frowned upon all day long, even then, you know, I was like, this is dumb that we don't allow people legally to smoke this plant, this organic natural plant. So it's, uh, I, I love what he's doing. I love what the uh, industry is doing nationwide, worldwide. And it won't be long before you'll be buying this stuff legally everywhere you go. Nobody cares about smoking weed. Stop it enough. Grandma, if she cares, she can barely hear at this point. So don't worry about grandma. Uh, we should all be allowing legalized, of legal age, regulated, uh, certainly medicinally. I mean, certainly the, 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 the fact that the, the government 
in any kind of concert with any kind of scientist or lab people or whoever would say you can't use this in a medicinal standpoint. When I, but but I'll give you quaaludes all day long. Speaking of Bill Cosby, I'll give you I'll give you every piece of crap pharmaceutical you can shove down your throat, you idiots. Don't you dare smoke any of that. It's so dumb. It's so incredibly asinine dumb. Um, I can't believe we even still have to have these conversations. And we're, we're very close to not having to have those conversations anymore. So let me jump to the audio here in just a minute. First of all, I want to say, uh, so when, when I'm heading home every day from uh, Ottawa, I hit the terrace, you know, the, the, the one way on each side of 24 and uh, that basically separates East Brain or uh, Brainerd from East Ridge. If you're, if you're heading south on the one-way terrace, going towards East Ridge, going towards downtown, the sun, and I've known this forever, but I just forgot about it because the time change uh, made it worse, and now that we're the summer solstice and I'm headed home around 7.30, 8 o'clock, the sun is blinding just in your eyes the whole way down. It's just another reason why working out in Ottawa and driving home at that time sucks so bad. And I was coming across, uh, I think it's Belvoir there, not more right there. I think I passed more, and then I'm coming up to Belvoir on the terrace, headed south. Some Yahoo walks out in front of traffic, just walks right into it. Now, keep in mind, this is sun blasting in my face, and I have this kind of gag, this running you know, bit, if you will, that I'm such a good driver that I, I save people's lives all the time on the roads because I, I, I saw you coming over into my lane and I got out of the way. And I would say it on the podcast or on whatever radio show for the 3,363rd time, like I make up a number, for the 4,321st time, I saved somebody's life on the roads today and they don't even know it. I haven't done that little gig and gag in a while, but it's something I would regularly do. Well, on this day, last night, I saved a guy's life who, if you know the band Moon Taxi, this guy looks like the lead singer of Moon Taxi. Just look him up. Just a hippie kid with long blonde hair. Doesn't look like like a homeless guy or, or, a, or a, somebody who's really jacked up on meds or, or any kind of uh, mental illness that just has somebody just kind of meandering and wandering through the street. I'm driving across the, red, the, the, the light that's green over Belvoir on the terrace, and the sun is in my eyes, and it's green as day. So it's like just go, go, go. There's no slowing down. It's green. It's 45 miles an hour on that terrace, which is actually kind of a high speed limit for through there. And this jack hole comes just walking through. Just I don't know if he had headphones in or not, but just walking through the intersection. And because I wasn't on my phone, because I'm uh, uh, an incredible driver and and uh, and and, a, and a pay attention to detail and virtually everything I do but certainly while I drive and while I boast how good of I am a driver is we, we should all be tied for first as the best drivers because it's not difficult to do and this guy if I was not paying attention at all I would have plowed right through this dude he would have been on my windshield smashing my windshield flying over the side of my car but I Saw him, and and I I didn't have to slam on the brakes, but I had to hit him pretty pretty swiftly to miss this dude. And he just walked on. I mean, he's probably high as a kite on something. Probably not weed. Probably, I don't know, oxycontin or codone or whatever the hell those things are called. So for the 
1,233rd time I saved somebody's life last night. So I'm not, I'm not going to lie. When people drift into my lane when I'm driving and I react and save us both, I, I say you're welcome. Yeah. No, you went to bed that night not knowing that I saved your life. I hope you're happy about that. Uh, it's Nuka Radio. Let's see. Um, as, as I even mentioned, I don't know that we're going to do all these real quick. Let's do uh, at least two of them really fast. We'll do the worst idea because I love this guy. Uh, Brett Taroon is his name. He is a comedian, but he's not like a blue check comedian, so most people haven't heard of him. This is the comment section of your local newspaper on Facebook. So, like, if you're reading the Times Free Press comment section on Facebook, this is kind of what it would sound like. This is today's worst idea. Who's paying for this? Not my tax dollars. Did you even read the article? Because it says it's from an anonymous donor. Well, he better not be using my tax dollars. Barbara, this is Walter. I just wanted to let you know that Robert passed last night. Oh, this is what passes for news nowadays? I'm glad I canceled my prescription a long time ago. <laughs> I see you're hiding your stories behind a paywall now. Well, you're a joke, Big Town Dispatch Chronicle and Observer. Who cares? You do. I can't find your comment on this thread anymore, Dale Ward, but come to my side of town and I'll kick your ass. This all started with insert current president took office. Enjoy your $8 gas socialists something so grammatically incoherent but outrageously condescending at the same time idiots take my comment down again and we're gonna have problems small town journal sun gazette and observer well it looks like they just lost my business somebody's triggered dale ward you son of a bitch <laughs> it went on from there they only give you a minute uh, on tiktok and i'll save the coolest thing to when we get back because uh we're up against it here at nuka radio 92.7 I'm Brian. He's Keon. Uh, so, yeah, Herschel Walker is going to run for um, Senate against uh, Raphael Warnock, and he will win. He will win. He'll get plenty of the black vote. He'll get all of the white vote. All the Georgia Dog fans. Last national championship was 1980. That was 41 years ago. The joke in Atlanta is Buck Ballou, who's the quarterback of that team, is uh, – Long-time talk show host on 680 The Fan. And uh, why, what's the joke? Hold on. Why did the chicken cross the road to hand the ball off to Herschel? So anytime somebody talks about Buck Ballou as a quarterback, the joke is, oh, I bet it was really tough handing the ball off to Herschel for the whole uh, season. And then the one pass he's known for is that little fake to Herschel and then kind of just off to the side pass to Lindsey what was this? Is it Lindsey Scott that the uh, sugar's falling from the sky? Is uh, um, what's his name was calling the, when they won the Sugar Bowl to go to the national championship or to win the national championship? Whoever it was, anyway. So he's got Buck Blue's got one pass in his life anybody knows about, and then everything else is hand the ball off to Herschel. And if he runs for Senate, he'll be your next United States Senator in the state of Georgia, whether he knows what the hell he's doing or not. Performative politics, the entertainment political complex is. Very strong. Talk about the law and uh, Cosby and some other things coming up next. You're listening to the Stone on Air Radio Show on Nuga Radio 92.7. 83-year-old disgraced comedian Bill Cosby released from prison after the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court issued an opinion to vacate his sex assault conviction. The court overturned the conviction after finding an agreement with a previous prosecutor prevented Cosby from being charged in the case. That previous prosecutor, Bruce Castor, a.k.a. former President Trump's not-so-great second impeachment attorney. 
This new ruling bars any retrial in the case, court documents say. Send lawyers, guns, and money. And it couldn't get me out of that. It's Warren Zevon. It's Nuga Radio 92.7. Cosby's out of jail. Which if he would have just followed everything that he was told to follow, he would have been released probably this year or next year anyway. I'll take a dive into that. I don't care about Bill Cosby. I don't care if he stays in jail forever. I don't, you know, I don't care about that. I'll have a little different angle on just the law in itself and the Me Too movement overall. But it, 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 the Supreme Court, man, it is a weird, weird thing. Both federally and on the state level. It's just all of a sudden one day it feels like you don't, you don't get any like, coming up on Tuesday, we'll find out what the Supreme Court in Philadelphia or in Pennsylvania thinks about the Bill Cosby case. Right, like you don't sit around like, oh, hey, I heard the the Supreme Court's going to do something on Tuesday. We can't wait to find out what happens. It just happens. Like when when uh, federally, when gay marriage was legalized, there wasn't a buildup for a week saying, and back in 2015, oh, hey, everybody, on Tuesday or Thursday or Wednesday or whatever day, the Supreme Court's going to rule on gay marriage. Wonder what'll happen. Let's talk about it. You just woke up one day and all of a sudden that was what happened. I, 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 I'm, I'm just not smart enough to, to understand a lot of the things, uh, all things law. Many of us are not. It's a very convoluted, complicated uh, subject matter. We'll get back to that here in just a second, uh, be, especially because of Seaborn Commercial Refrigeration, a fine sponsor of this radio show and radio station. Whether I wanted to do it or not, which I do, I want to get to today's coolest thing, which I didn't get to last segment. We'll do that right now. Keon, please. Thank you. Nuga Radio, 92.7. Cool. <laughs> it's time for today's coolest thing. Okay. Brought to you by Seaborn Commercial Refrigeration. Quick at keeping it cool. Stay cool. So cool. All right, so I so guess cool. technically this was so cool. yesterday's coolest thing, but I didn't have time to find the audio. This is in Atlanta, Wednesday night, Hawks and Bucks. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, can't ever say his name, the Greek freak, the two-time MVP is having a terrible postseason at the free throw line and is notorious for taking a long time to take his shots. And in Atlanta, maybe they've done it in other cities too, I'm not sure, but very loudly, very emphatically, the Atlanta crowd counts up because you're supposed to take the shot within 10 seconds. Obviously, they're counting much faster than an actual second, and it has totally gotten in his head. This is yesterday's, but also today's coolest thing. Antetokounmpo gets on the scorecard right here. And this is first free throw of the night, and it's... It's followed by the countdown, and again, a quick count. Giannis in the playoffs, 55%. And from the line, he was 6 for 13 in game three. And that one wasn't even close, right? right? <laughs> 55% from the free throw line. That's so bad. I know Shaq, you know, Hall of Famer, greatest, one of the greatest players ever, couldn't shoot free throws very well. 
how can you be so so bad at the free throw line and, and be an MVP? And he's not that bad in the regular season. It's just in his head. It, he's just thinking so hard. He's closer to 70. Oh, uh, wow. In the regular season. So yeah. he's almost 20% off yeah. in the postseason. It is, totally is in his head. And uh, that's I just that was that I said Wednesday. That was Tuesday night's game, uh, uh, game four. Uh, have other cities done that? Did Atlanta create that, or was that something I, they stole from somebody else? I I I think they did it in Philly, but it they didn't or, or not Philly. Uh, w- uh, they Brooklyn. They did it in Brooklyn, but they they didn't do it the way that Atlanta did it. Boy, Atlanta. I, it was much louder in Atlanta. Atlanta really went. I mean, that was. They're bandwagon jumping. I get it, and and I I don't I don't I'm shameless. I don't I don't apologize for it at all. That was fun. I hate to see that he's hurt. I don't think you're going to see him play another basketball game this year. That's just from an untrained eye who doesn't know much except for hyper extensions are pretty pretty gnarly injuries. No structural damage in the knee, but I don't think you'll see him tonight. I don't think so either. They were actually afraid he tore something. Yeah, uh, the Buck staff. So they're very lucky that that that's not the case. Um, but 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 anyway, I, I I'm not going to apologize for playing a Giannis less Bucks, and I, I'm not, I'm not going to spend much time caring about that. Uh, no one felt sorry for the Nets when their players couldn't play. You know, you you play you you can't help but play the team that's in front of you. Yeah, you that's play, just what it is. You play who you play, and you go from there. So um, anyway, I just thought that was it's just hilarious, just so so good. Uh, and it a perfect example of how an audience really enhances um, everything. All performances, all performances are enhanced by the audience. There is sometimes a small percentage, and more oftentimes a much bigger than small percentage of what makes performative arts fun. Whether it's sports, whether it's concerts, whether it's uh, ballet. Whether it's uh, uh, you know a, a Broadway show, professional wrestling for sure, you know, so it's nice to have that back. All right, so um, already about halfway through the segment, I need to move fast here. This is less about Cosby and more about the legal nature of of the law. And the the show Better Call Saul is a spinoff of Breaking Bad, and it's all about the lawyer, the the, the scuzzy lawyer. And um, I was kind of raised to hate lawyers. My dad, dad had a lot of law trouble over the years, so he had to deal with lawyers a lot. And so he was always just bad-mouthing lawyers. And so I kind of, I just, you know, you you, be, you become a product of what your, your learned behavior, and I've always just kind of thought, yeah, lawyers are scummy. And, in, um, and I still believe that to a certain degree, but not entirely. I know several lawyers, as a matter of fact, that do very good work. Would mind having some of them on to talk this segment about it, and then they could maybe be sponsors of the show. We'll talk more about that later. Um, but in in the show, there's one segment where, and I did this thing on the podcast years ago, where Michael McKeenan uh, is uh, from Laverne and Shirley Saturday Night Live. He's the older brother of, of of Saul Goodman at that point. Called his name was Jimmy, and he's in a deposition of some kind, and he's talking about that how the law is the greatest invention of all man, mankind. It's the most important thing to a democracy is the court of law. And I was using this in a different setting, a different uh, uh, reason for bringing it up, that I believed that the media was what he said in that show 
the way he emphatically said that the law is the most important invention for democracy, I was thinking, well, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I think that the free speech and the free press media is the most important thing, the most important invention to, to modern-day democracy. And that was a point for another reason that I don't remember what it was. And I think we're both wrong. I think, I think the media is pretty awful. And I think lawyers and the court of law can be pretty awful. But I also think they're both necessary. Absolutely, positively necessary. And precedents matter. And so, of, of course, in a performative world that we live in, of course the prosecutor was Don Trump's uh, legal aide for his second impeachment. Of course he was. Of course he was. I don't remember the dude's name. But... So apparently, Bill Cosby had made this arrangement with the prosecutor 10, 12, whatever it was years ago, that he would, he would, uh, uh, he would go to the, the civil case and spill it all with the understanding, with the, the agreement that this would not be used against him in a... Uh, in, in a court of in a, a non civil case in a, in, a, in a federal case, now you can say that's wrong or bad or good. You can say whatever you want about it, but that's the arrangements that people with prosecutors and DAs make all the time. And I don't know what took two years. I don't know why it didn't take two days. But if that's the agreement, that's the agreement. Now I don't know all the you know. Cross the T's and dot the I's and, and how the, the the official paperwork goes down. But if that is not admissible in court, it's not. You, it can't be used. And they did anyway with a new prosecutor years later. And, you know, the Me Too thing was real. It was important. It meant a lot. But it also uh, got out of hand. It got... Terribly out of hand. I was digging through audio from three years ago. I did a whole segment on this. I wanted to put, I can't remember what I did. I remember I liked it. I remember I thought it was good, but I can't remember what I said exactly. And I wanted to pull it. I couldn't find it. It was just, it's just an ocean of content. I couldn't find it, but it was kind of like, Hey, all right, you, you get today. Hey, me too. Victims and survivors. You get, you get like a week. All right. And then it's done. You can't, you can't just pop up every time you feel like it. This is getting out of control. Not all these people are for real. Not all these people are telling the truth. They're just not. There's too many liars. There's too many performative types looking for a spotlight. These are not all true. Not all the Cosby uh, uh, accusers are, are true. And not all these, every day a new one. Every day a new one in 2017 and 2018. And it was, it was like enough already. Sorry, my liberal friends. I don't mean to piss you all off. But enough already. Do it today or we're done with this now. I was just, it was just getting out of hand. And now you don't hear, no, 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 more, no more Me Too victims, huh? Sexual assault just ended? We don't do it anymore? Doesn't happen? It's not coincidence. It's not I just think that there's something unfortunate about attaching something that important to a hashtag. Yeah. If you want it to last longer than, than half an hour. Yeah, you're not wrong. And, and so I, 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 I sound like I'm being very uh, dismissive here, but it, it was enough. Stop. Quit. Why hasn't it happened much since? Well, because it's not popular right now. But what, ha- based on the law, based on the way the court system works, 
That admission from, from Bill Cosby should have been thrown out. It shouldn't have been involved. He's guilty as anybody has ever been guilty, but so is OJ, right? So the law worked the way it's supposed to, whether you like it or not, yesterday. And at the end of the day, I don't care about an 83-year-old man. The guy could barely get himself out of a car. Probably should just send him home and not spend tax dollars on it at this point. COVID-19, I was going to do it yesterday. Booster shots. Where are we going from here? Again, liberal friends, close your ears, cover your eyes. You're not going to like me. Coming up next. I hang my head and cry. Stone on air on Nougat Radio 92.7. There are reports that there is no evidence of a direct link between Baghdad and some of these terrorist organizations. There are known knowns. There are things we know we know. We also know there are known unknowns. That is to say, we know there are some things we do not know. But there are also unknown unknowns. The ones we don't know, we don't know. <laughs> Excuse me, but is this an unknown unknown? Uh, I'm not. Several unknowns, and I'm, I just want I'm not going, an I'm not going to say which it is. If that's not the most perfect quote to come from the press secretary room, at the White House of the Bush administration. I don't know what else is. Donna Rumsfeld passed away yesterday at the age of 88. Long time politician. You think Joe's been there for a while. Rumsfeld was, um, I had it pulled up earlier. I don't have it now. He had so many different uh, positions under Nixon. He was the Secretary of Defense. For both Gerald Ford and George Dubb. We all know the latter there as he was kind of the architect of the war on terror. He was the youngest Secretary of Defense under Gerald Ford. And he was the oldest Secretary of Defense um, under George W. Bush. And um, that's about as far as my history goes on uh, Donald Rumsfeld. And, you know, I'm not here to talk ill of of the dead. and, And he was... Did a lot of really great things in public office for a long, lot of, long time, but a lot of really not great things happened in the first five to ten years of uh, of this century, and a lot of it had to do with people other than George W. Bush. It had to do with really Dick Cheney and Donald Rumsfeld were kind of running this country from two thousand one to two thousand five or six, and Rumsfeld uh, stepped aside out of public pressure because of the disastrous. Uh, war in Iraq and the weapons of mass destruction and all that. All, all the things that, that wasn't that long ago. We all know that. But uh, uh, yeah, rest in peace. Donald Rumsfeld passed away yesterday at the, at the age of 88. This is Nuga Radio 92.7. I'm Brian. He's Keon. He's got a couple of minutes here left to wrap up this Thursday. Rain is on its way. It looks like pretty heavy rain at times, potentially, between now and tomorrow, mi- early to mid-morning, maybe into the afternoon a little bit. And then we've got a scorching hot, dry 4th of July weekend uh, in store for all of us, which is which is great, which is great. You don't ever want to see a 4th of July get washed out, and especially when it comes to the beer industry. We sell a ton on 4th of July unless rain comes in and washes it out, which is not going to happen this go-round. So uh, deal with some rain today and tomorrow, and then you'll have a, uh, a fantastic weather weekend a typical summer, southern summer, 4th of July weekend is ready to go. And we won't be here on Monday, which is 
glorious to me. So I'll have a 4th of July on a Sunday and then I'll be able to sleep in on a Monday. That makes me very, very happy. So let's see. What do I wanted to do here? So the wrap up the, the, the Cosby stuff. One thing real fast that I thought was very strange. Why people do what they do on social media, I'll never understand. Uh, uh, Felicia Rashad. I think I'm saying her name right, or Felicia, Felicia, Felicia. Yeah, Felicia. Fel- yeah, she is, um, she's Mrs. Huxtable from the show, uh, from the Cosby show. She put out a tweet that said, with a picture of Bill, finally, in all caps, a terrible wrong is being righted. A miscarriage of justice is corrected. Why does she do that? I don't know. Because a miscarriage of justice or nothing was corrected and there was no miscarriage of justice. It was a technicality on law ter- in law terms. She got blown up. And she knew she was going to get blown up because she turned her comments off. Comments before, were off. Before she posted it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was before that. I noticed that because I was. I went straight. I wanted to see all the comments. Oh, me too. I couldn't wait. I had my uh, my lawn chair ready. I popped it <laughs> Pop, out. Popcorn. Get the popcorn ready. <laughs> Uh, but the comments were turned off, but the quote tweets were not turned off. So you could you could read a lot of those, and I I I I, I printed off a bunch of them here. I'm not going to run through it, uh, much of them right now, but many of them uh, were just just killing her. She, uh, she also just became the dean. Uh, do I have it here Howard University? I think anyway, she just accepted a major. Um, role in uh, as a dean of a university yeah she's the dean at howard dean at howard this isn't going to go well for her i wouldn't think um I, just why why would you do even if you just wanted to say i love him, you know my old co whatever and i'm glad to see that he's healthy or, or he's doing but this bad look yeah even even and i stand with bill or something which is still bad it's vague enough. Just vague enough. That, it still like, would have got a lot of backlash. Yeah, but, but when you say it's a miscarriage of justice after he had like 60 accusers. Uh, yeah, a miscarriage of justice is corrected. Wow. I don't know. I, I was like, is there anybody else that, that thinks this way? Because I don't think there is. And the answer looked to be pretty clearly no. She was the only one. So anyway, there was a lot of uh, there a lot of backlash there, but I'll I'll leave that one where it's at. Um, yesterday, I was going to do a segment on, um, and I'll still only have about four or five minutes, but that's all I need because I don't want to, I don't want to upset people too much, but I'm going to just be as clearly uh, 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 honest and open about this one really, really fast. I saw um, on Shepard Smith, the news on CNBC, which I watch almost every night, best news show you're going to find on TV. It is fantastic. It is just the news of the day. And very little to almost no commentary. And one of them was, if you got the Johnson and Johnson shot, do you need to get a booster, or also get the Moderna, or also the Pfizer, or whatever? Blah 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 that it is. And um, and they spent you know four, four or five minutes on it and moved along. And I've seen this, I've I've heard this, you know, booster shots, all this stuff. And my first, I'm I'm done. I am done with COVID, all right? I know it's not over. I know there's the Delta variant, whatever the hell that means. Um, there's new. There's other countries that are starting new lockdowns and uh, more mask mandates or whatever. I'm done with it. I'm done. 
I'm not getting a booster shot. All right, I've done everything you have asked from day one. And, and cover your ears and your eyes, my liberal friends. I didn't care about this from the minute I heard about it. It's not something that I've spent any time truly concerned about. And I know that's not that's not a popular opinion to have, but I say that emphatically because I can also say I have followed every guideline. I have followed every procedure. I have followed every recommendation, and I've done it. I don't know if I'd say with a smile on my face. All right, that would be incorrect, but I have done it without causing issue. You want me to wear a mask? I wear the damn mask. You want me to shelter in place and quarantine? I sheltered in place and quarantined. I had a year of my life, just like you did, just like we all did, a year of my life ripped away and thrown away. A year I'll never get back. I hate wasting time. I don't care about wasting money. I don't care about wasting resources. I really care about wasting time. And I've thrown a year of my life away just like we all have. So this isn't about, all oh, boo-hoo me. It's all boo-hoo all of us. And so I followed all the procedures. I followed all the recommendations. And I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't yell and scream or be a jerk about it at all. And if you want me to wear a mask because of a, 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 a company policy, the chances are I probably won't patron that company at this point because I'm done. I'm tired of that too. But I'll do it. But I'm not getting another damn shot. All right. I took the shot begrudgingly. I did not. I was not happy to do that. I hate to sound like one of these anti-vaxxers because I'm not an anti-vaxxer. But I didn't run away and do that because I couldn't wait to do it. I did it basically out of political pressure. And had I not gone to friends in New Orleans who are my super liberal uh, uh, you know, elite wannabe types and I hadn't been vaccinated, they quite literally probably wouldn't have let me in the door. I'm not, that's not even a joke. That's not hyperbole. That's pretty damn close to true. They would have, they probably would have told me you're not, you know, you're not welcome here, even though they're some of my best friends. That's how liberally off the charts they are. I contracted COVID. I had it. I sheltered at home. Didn't leave the house for 10 days. I've had the vaccination, a Johnson & Johnson vaccination. If you give me the opportunity to take one or two, I'm going to take one every time. And now this idea of, well, we got to get booster shots in the so-and-so. No. No. No, 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 not happening. I took the Johnson & Johnson vaccine begrudgingly, and the same thing happened to me that happened to just about everybody else. I was sick as a dog for a day. I, I, I've done everything you've asked everything. I didn't go places. I bought takeout. I tipped heavily because of the industry being in the toilet. I I stayed at home. I wore the mask. I did everything you asked. I'm done. I don't think Dr. Fauci's a moron. I don't really have much interest in what else he has to say going forward. I'll listen to scientists. I'll listen to doctors. I'll listen, but I'm done with this. Wear a mask. Wear two masks. Take a vaccination. Hey, you got to get a booster shot. No. No. It's over. In my world, this is over. And I know it's not in everybody's world, and it's not in everybody's country, and every hospital, and, and every 
nook and cranny of, of, of our universe. It's not. For me, it's over. COVID is a thing of the past. I'll follow your guidelines on your property and your place of business and your residence. Whatever you want, I will follow it or I will leave. And I'll do it happily. I won't be mad about it. No more boosters. No more shots. No more masks. COVID is a thing of the past for me. Whatever you want to do to stay protected and feel safe, you do it. And I'll applaud you for it. But I'm done. Just like this radio show is done. Keanu, hang out with you for the rest of the morning. And I'm taking it off to the day job. Y'all have a great one. See you later. Bye.